0: Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast, followed by a reflection. Come be my light, the private writings of Saint Teresa of Calcutta. If I ever become a saint, I will surely be one of darkness. I will continually be absent from heaven to light the light of those in darkness on earth. Mother Teresa of Calcutta. Preface. For decades, Mother Teresa and her work received extensive public interest. In view of all the attention she garnered during her lifetime, And particularly at the time of her death, at the age of 87, the question arises. What was the source of this attractive force drawing so many people to her? She would have certainly preferred to remain unnoticed. She considered herself just a pencil in God's hand, and was convinced that God was using her nothingness to show his greatness. She never took credit for her accomplishments, and always tried to divert the attention she received to God and his work among the poorest of the poor. Yet it was not in God's providential plan for her to remain unknown. People of all creeds and walks of life recognized her selfless love and compassion for the poor. They admired her simplicity and genuineness and were attracted by the joy and peace that radiated from her. At the same time, all those who met her, even just once, were left with the sense that there was something more behind her penetrating gaze. Mother Teresa could not hide her work among the poor, but what she did manage to keep hidden, and with astonishing success, were the most profound aspects of her relationship with God. She was determined to keep these secrets of love far from mortal eyes. The late Archbishop Ferdinand Perrier of Calcutta and a few priests were the only ones who had some insight into the spiritual wealth of her interior life. And even with them, she constantly begged that they destroy all her letters regarding it. The reason for such insistence can be found in her deep reverence for God and his work in her and through her. Her silence now stands as a testimony to her humility and the delicacy of her love. Providentially, Mother Teresa's spiritual directors preserved some of her correspondence. Thus, when testimonies and documents were gathered during the process for her beatification and canonization, the remarkable story of her intimate relationship with Jesus, hidden from even her closest collaborators, was discovered. In contrast to her ordinariness, Mother Teresa's confidences reveal previously unknown depths of holiness and may well lead her. To be ranked among the great mystics of the church. Her life and message continue to fascinate. This book, then, is a response to the plea of many who knew, loved, and admired her, and who desire to know the motive of her action, the source of her strength, the reason for her joy, and the intensity of her love. These pages reveal her interior life with all its depth and drama and add unsuspected riches to the spiritual heritage Mother Teresa offers to the world. Father Brian Kolodachuk, M.C., Postulator, Cause of Canonization of Blessed Teresa of Calcutta, Director, Mother Teresa Center. Introduction. If I ever become a saint, it will surely be one of darkness. I will continually be absent from heaven to light the light of those in darkness on earth. These words of Mother Teresa, taken as a kind of mission statement, provide a key to the understanding of her spiritual life, and indeed of her whole life. Come be my light, Jesus had requested. And Mother Teresa strove to be that light of God's love, in the lives of those who were experiencing darkness. For her, however, the paradoxical and totally unsuspected cost of her mission was that she herself would live in terrible darkness. In a letter to one of her spiritual directors, she wrote, Now, Father, since 1949 or 50, this terrible sense of loss, this untold darkness, This loneliness, this continual longing for God, which gives me that pain deep down in my heart. Darkness is such that I cannot really see, neither with my mind nor with my reason. The place of God in my soul is blank. There is no God in me. When the pain of longing is so great, I just long and long for God. And then it is that I feel. He does not want me. He is not there. God does not want me. Sometimes I just hear my own cry heart. Sometimes I just hear my own heart cry out. My God. And nothing else comes. The torture and pain I can't explain. This book plums the depth of Mother Teresa's interior life, seen from the perspective of this mission statement. Rather than a theological study, this work is a presentation of the previously unknown aspects of her interior life, through which we can gain greater insight into her resolute faith and intense love for God and neighbor. Three aspects of Mother Teresa's interior life revealed during her cause of canonization are the private vow made while she was still a Loretto nun, the mystical experiences that surrounded the inspiration to found the missionaries of charity, and her intimate sharing in the cross of Christ during the long years of interior darkness. Each of these three elements is connected, the private vow laying the groundwork, For the call to serve the poorest of the poor, the new call inviting her to embrace the spiritual reality of those she served, and the vow again supporting her heroic life of a painful darkness. The book is divided into four parts. Chapters one and two cover her interior life prior to her call within a call, love for God and neighbor had been planted in her heart since her early childhood. Her generous response already as a youth in Skopje, and particularly as a dedicated and self-sacrificing Loretta nun, reached its peak in a private vow she made in 1942. This vow proved to be not only the driving force behind her actions, but also a providential preparation for what lay ahead. Chapters 3 through 7 deal with the inspiration she received on September 10th, 1946, to found the Missionaries of Charity, the drama of waiting to start her new mission, and finally, her leaving the Loretto Order and beginning the work in the slums. Both in answering the call within a call and in the slow process of discernment that followed, she faced bravely, the many sufferings that came her way and held firmly to her new mission. When all seemed to be in place, the worst of her ordeals was only just beginning. From the time she received the call, she was convinced that her mission was to bring the light of faith to those living in darkness. Little did Mother Teresa realize that darkness would become the greatest trial of her own life and a fundamental part of her mission. The depth of this mystical experience and the cost of living out this new call and mission are the themes of chapters 8 through 13. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle God of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In abandonment to divine providence, Father Jean-Pierre de Cossade, explained how some souls who are abandoned to God's providence are lifted up by God, are lifted up by his providence and set before the church as a model. And that's the kind of saint that Mother Teresa is. But what this book we're starting now reveals is that there are hidden depths to Mother Teresa's life. And even when she was lifted up as a model, a model of love for god in his the poorest of the poor there were things about her life that no one knew and in this book come be my light we begin to look at some of these private writings of mother teresa these private writings which were gathered together as part of the process of her beatification that is the process by which the church investigated whether mother teresa could be set before the Church as a model of holiness, as an intercessor in heaven. And in this process of studying her life and her virtues and her writings, these things that had not been known before became known. And the book we're reading is both those writings, combined with Father Brian Kolodachuk's explanation, his commentary, And the book explores, as he says in this introduction, three of the main things that weren't known. The private vow in 1942, the call within a call, this mystical experience that Jesus had come be my light. And then this interior darkness that's described in the one quotation we really heard from tonight this incredible sense that mother felt that God wasn't there within her. She knew by faith that he was, but she began to experience this darkness, this absence, this sense of being unwanted and unloved, which she had identified in others, which she had wanted to bring light to, to help people know they were loved. But Mother Teresa then, as Brother Brian is suggesting, took on this darkness that others had. She knew by experience what so many people know who are away from God, who are apart from God. And this book will reveal how Mother dealt with this. It will reveal how Mother persevered. And hopefully, it will inspire us in our own path in our own walk of life, to be brave like she was. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.